Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Parenting Tools podcast with me, Jason. And me, Jordan. And... A very special guest. Special guest. Special guest. Dan. Dan. <laughs> Dan, welcome to the Parents and Tools podcast. Good to be here. I'm excited. Good to have you. Let's go. It's hot. It's, it's very, very hot. hot. It's very hot. Yeah. Well, you're special because you've got a beanie on and it's 28 degrees outside. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the benefit of having a child. It doesn't let you shower. So, it's just yeah. a load of grease under there. I'm just there. hiding it. It's like a chip shop. Under <laughs> my head. Dan, I don't know if you heard, mm. last pod we invented a game called Child or Dog. <laughs> things, <laughs> things that you could say to a child or a dog and it could go either way. Okay. Such as, don't wipe your bum on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some of these sent in, haven't we? Yeah. So this is just amazing shout out to the, uh, the Instagram stories. So yeah, we've had quite a few. I'm going to go through and pick out some of my favourite ones. Um, she's peeing up the wall. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm not sure how a baby could do that. Especially because they said she. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. If it was a he. Unless you're doing a handstand. <laughs> Cock in the leg. <laughs> Child or dog. <laughs> um, get down off the table. Yeah. You're not sleeping in our bed. <laughs> and my personal favourite came from my mum. And that's not why it's my personal favourite. I'm not being biased, but she doesn't like having her hair brushed. <laughs> Just a, a matted dog. I, I think I've heard so many parents use that about their kids. Yeah, she doesn't like. Yeah, she doesn't like getting a hairbrush. That actual phrase I've heard it a few times. How's Noah's hair with hairbrushing? Um, she hasn't got that much hair, to be honest. So it's not really that much of a challenge at the moment. Uh, our little um, girl's not got much, but it's very matted though. Just porridge. <laughs> <laughs> porridge, yeah. Just porridge what, in the hair. What point are you supposed to cut children's hair when it gets too long? When it gets full of porridge, it's just like the rest of us. When it gets too long, you just cut it. I must admit, I'm I'm, I'm tempted to take the clippers to Jax's hair because he's got 
everything's normal apart from these little just dangly bits over his ears. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with them because you can't you can't like slick them back because they just go they just pop right back out <laughs> and it's a nightmare. So I, so I'm just I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's them. I don't know if it's appropriate to use. Like hair gel. Mm. Okay. Right. <laughs> like little toddlers running around like they come out fresh out of grease. <laughs> so we've got um, an opening question that's come in. Oh, come on. Via voice note. Ooh. Now I'm a big fan of this. Never so if you want to send your questions into us at Parents and Tools Pod. On TikTok. And Can you do voice notes know. on TikTok? <laughs> I'm just so keen to promote the TikTok. <laughs> We're enjoying TikTok, aren't we? But you can send it on Instagram, right? You can do voice notes on Instagram yeah. at Parents and Tools Pod. This has come from Isaac and... It's one that we can all relate to. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain. What was the worst punami you have ever had to deal with? Mm. What is the worst <laughs> I, got to say, I love the way he just said that. So much enthusiasm. <laughs> like, you can tell as well, like, he's in a crowded area there and he is not embarrassed. He, is, what he, is, he is smiling <laughs> as he's saying this. What was the worst punami you have ever had to deal with? Yeah, I nearly broke out in laughter. On the he, punami. Is, he is thrilled that he's got the word punami. <laughs> he's on the bus. <laughs> in rush hour. So, special guest Dan, mm. do you want to define punami for the listeners that maybe don't know what? Yeah, so, tsunami of poo. <laughs> it's one of those terms that I, I heard a long time before I was a parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I first heard it, I went, that's just silly. You're just apparently using silly language. Yeah. <laughs> now I've experienced, I'm like, no, that is the most accurate <laughs> it's definition. Accurate. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's so relatable. Mm. So relatable. So I'll let one of you go I, first. I, I, I don't know if it's the worst. It's definitely the first one. You never forget your first. <laughs> but Noah was in NICU, so in the hospital at the time. Um, and she was in like the last stage. So literally just before she's coming home. Mm. And. Uh, Wait, <laughs> but um, one of the benefits of like going through that process is that the nurses essentially show you how to look after your baby. Like you're not just here's your baby, got your car seat, off you go. Uh, they literally show you how to do everything. It's brilliant. A tutorial. Literally, they don't let you change the first nappy. They they have to do it because there's loads of anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know she was stirring, and uh, she was in this open incubator. So there's no lid. That's important for the story. And uh, probably about a metre away from the wall. Again, an important detail. <laughs> no lid and a metre away. <laughs> exactly what trajectory. happened. trajectory. <laughs> she hadn't pooed in a few days. And when it did come, it was explosive. Mm. Literally, there was a trail oh up the wall. Wowza. And what's funny is that during lunchtime in the NICU, the parents often leave. And so- I just got left. <laughs> You, hang on a second. Can I like skip back? Yeah. Twenty seconds. Do you say up the wall? Up, up. Yeah. So like, there's a, so you imagine there's the the incubator. Yeah. A little gap. She's cleared and it. And then wall. Yeah, up so the she's, wall. She's cleared it and then obviously hit the wall. But there's a little trail, and so oh you can trace God. it. It wasn't it wasn't korma poo, but it was definitely the colour of korma poo. I remember korma you saying about it was it was hot in that nickel. Oh place. yes, because it was that hot su- hot summer. Hot summer. It was it was boiling, and so that's one of those ones. That was that was one of those ones where I was like, nurses are. It's my first time. You have to help me. Sweaty wall poo. Yeah, I've never dealt with a wall poo before. Can you show me? That's not good. I'm ignorant. Anyway, Dan, what about you? Got any poo nami stories? Yeah, yeah. What's the situ? 
<laughs> my little boy did one recently, which was fun. We Fresh. visited my dad in Somerset for the weekend, and he decided to lick everything at the soft play <laughs> and pick up a bug. Because this is one of my pet hates. Soft play. S- soft plays. Yep. In fact, any Sex area point. where, where <laughs> any area where children gather, too it's many germs. germs. We should just put them all in those little zorb balls. Yeah, yeah. That's how much interact with other children. Then you get Sorry, thrown. <laughs> Oh dear! Just, just launch, just launch. Boot it. Well, yeah, like a kid coughs near your kid, shit out of the top, kick him out. Sorry, Dad. Continue with your story. No, uh, that's fine. I uh, yeah, we were down at my dad's, and he, he decided to pick up a bug after licking the contents of soft play, and um, he uh, yeah, he it was it was not great. My dad's just had new flooring all the way through the lounge through to the oh, conservatory yeah. and brand new delicious rugs delicious delicious rugs, delicious rugs. Yeah. like candy crush do you taste them it's delicious <laughs> i love that game anyway we digress um yeah two new two beautiful new rugs with delicious flooring and you know babies have poo faces so we yeah. have this chair that we put him in when he needs a poo and it vibrates Wicked. It used to put him to sleep. Now it just makes him poop. Um, and do the adult version. It's not the first time we've been asked that. Um, no, but legit, he it just it just works everything out. Just wiggles stuff down. It's, it's brilliant. We always put him in it if he needs a poo, or he hasn't pooed for a couple of days. So he was in it, um, and he looked a bit sheepish. He hadn't done his poo face because every kid has a poo face, and he. I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I think I could smell some it. And so I went down and I just went, <clears throat> lifted his leg up, just had a peek. And then it just, it was like a, it was almost like a, like a pressure. <laughs> a pressure release. Pressure release. You know when you take, a little the, valve. you know when you take the, uh, you, you know when you take the hose off the car tyre and it's like, pssst. it was literally like that. That's literally and I lifted his leg up opened it and dripped all over my arm oh. and it dripped down the chair onto the new rug the delicious rug the delicious rug that's not delicious no anymore delicious and literally so I was like oh crap that's, that's a lot of food. literal and literally my dad came in he was like okay that's um, I could see him sweat oh, dripping on the brow was he fuming no he, he did the dad thing you know he's like do you know what I'm not upset I'm just disappointed Oh, it's the worst. And he was like, "Okay, we we can deal with this. Just 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 don't tell Joe <laughs> a new carpet." So we we managed to get it up anyway. And then it took three of us to change his nappy. That's like, a like, I had a peg yeah. on my nose. It was oh. nasty. <laughs> right, I have to do peg every poo now. Really it's a nightmare. It stinks. I've thrown up three times. I thought you were joking about the peg. No, no, I'm not joking. You've got a peg. Yeah, it's in the nappy bag. <laughs> Just stick it on. You just because it's a small peg as well. It hurts, but you just, you just push through it. Oh my! I can't believe I missed this Poonami story. Legitimately, Noah, six months old, going to Christmas, hadn't pooed for thirteen days. Thirty like two weeks. Yeah, I remember literally that. Christmas Eve. Twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas Eve, thirteenth yeah. day without poo, mm. and uh, it was my turn to go to A and E. We're taking it in turns as you do. Yeah. You usually play rock paper scissors, but. It got too many. We were like, let's just, let's just do a tally system. <laughs> On the wall. No poo for 13 days. In a for, for like ages. This doctor just comes in, gets that thermometer oh, no. and goes, it's going to be uncomfortable. 
little wiggle. Little wiggle. And it honestly, it exploded what felt like for five minutes. And the first one was like a pale green, just <laughs> liquid. And it kept going until oh. it eventually turned into normal poo colour. That's been in there. It's gone off. But legitimately... <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about that. Probably to do with trauma. Yeah. Uh, literally, just oh my word. I have had the thermometer. W- with you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. By yourself? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what what you just need is a vibrating chair I'll and a back. thermometer. I'll be back in a bit. <laughs> no, I was um I was I think about a day or two old. And my, my dad, when me and Leon first started <laughs> I going out. recently. No, no, not recently. Not re- I've had the thermometer last week. It's been really struggling. 13 days in, of that period. In this heat. <laughs> I just wanted to see how hot I was inside. <laughs> but no, I was, I was a couple of days old and I'd not, um, I'd not been. And my dad tells Leon this story probably every six months. But yeah, thermometer up and there we go. Was it, was it a one-off occasion? Because like, we had to do it. Or for like months, like three months, we had to help Noah poo. Oh, man. Because it was that thing we figured out that she was allergic to milk. But the it's, doctors it, didn't know. It is legit. They, they say it's rare. It isn't. Every kid has a milk allergy. <laughs> <laughs> it must have. So many children around me have a milk allergy. But anyway, so we're, just, <laughs> we're, we're going back to my question. Was it a one-off or just... No, it was a one-off, I think. Well, I've got no memory of it. One-off thermometer poke. <laughs> yeah. I've got no memory of it, but... There we go. Thank you, Isaac, for the Poonami question. That was very good. And the enthusiasm in asking the question. Yeah, right? the enthusiasm. So everything. if you could top that enthusiasm next time you send in a voice note. Mm. Yeah, please send us in your questions via voice note. But also, we want to hear your Poonami stories. Yeah, good Poonami stories. We've also had a, uh, a Gmail in. We've had a Gmail. A Gmail. <laughs> a Gmail. We've had a Gmail in. For a long time, listeners. And this is a special occasion because this is our first Gmail. This is our first email correspondence. It is. And it says this. Hi, Jason. Oh. Cheers. Ooh. Now, I'm all good. I'm, I'm not insecure at all. Oh. But it does say hi, Jason. <laughs> um, it says, it's Dean here. How are you doing? Oh, so uh, from the sound of this, it, it sounds like you know Dean. I know Dean. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you'd have said my name if you knew me as well. <laughs> <laughs> it says, loving the podcast. It's been really helpful. That, do you know what? It's good to hear. It's good to hear. Um, and he's got a little boy, Jackson, who is six and a half weeks old. So at the time of sending this, he's probably now seven weeks old. One of the most popular names as well. Jackson. Jackson, yep. Is it? 2022. They knowledge. Yeah. Um, he's a little dude and he's a nice. very chill baby. And he's sorry, sorry how, how, many, how old? Six and a half weeks six old. Six and a half weeks. Fresh out of the womb. Wow. Yeah. Freshly baked. <laughs> Not under baked. <laughs> he's got a daddy issue for us. He says, my daddy issue is a serious one that I've been struggling with. I'm finding it really hard to settle in when he cries. He screams the house down even after I've done all the checks, the usual. Mm. Nappy, feed, sleep, play, and cuddles. You've missed out burp there, Dean. That might be where... <laughs> We've solved it. Right, let's move on. There's a tickle in there as well. Tickle? Mm. <laughs> Give him a tickle. <laughs> I've never thought when I was crying. Give, Give, her, a, give her a tickle. Give it a go. Give it a go, Dave. I'll work. So he says, I've done all the checks. Nappy feed, play and cuddle. I'm guessing that he's done the burping and the tickling and everything else. But nothing seems to work when I try to sell him. But when I pass him to my wife, he stops crying and everything is all right with the world. Oh. Mm. Do you guys have any advice? 
Now Dan. Oh, and he finishes with this. It's also my birthday on Friday, and I'd love a shout out. Happy birthday! But that was last Friday. That was last Friday after we'd recorded, so we we'd missed it. But happy birthday to you, Dean. Happy birthday, Dean. Happy birthday! Hope you had a great one. So, Dan, I'm going to defer to you here because you've got the youngest child out of us. Mm. Any advice? I think the first they they get they get right at the beginning. They're like, "I'll take anything. I'll take anybody." Because all they do is eat, sleep, and poo at me. Right, so and get when, tickled and get tickled yeah but they get to an age where they start to prefer one parent potentially which is a little bit horrible because I remember the first time he couldn't be consoled in the in when he was sleeping and I tried for flipping ages and then Bex came across hand into the cot and he just he was fine went straight off to be honest I think there are certain things that women give off that men cannot give off. Milk. Milk. <laughs> That'd be one of them. No, but absolutely, well, like completely biologically, like that, they are designed in a way to be the primary, like source of care. Like, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, I'm all for equality and all that sort of stuff. But there is definitely a biological difference, and like, I think most parents have been there with an inconsolable child, where literally nothing you do can help. And like, I've been there where actually. M was the way to like make it stop, right, <laughs> make yeah. the grind stop, and like it literally comes. I I put it down to the fact of there are different hormones involved here. First of all, I'm not carrying milk, and I think and don't quote me on this, but I think there is definitely a difference in scent between oh, mum and dad. Hundred percent. Yeah, and it's just that thing of especially on a hot day like this. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a pleasant one. Yeah. Blokes just stink. <laughs> But like, for me, like when when you can't settle them, that is some of the most stressful like experiences that I've had, mm. um, and some of the worst purchases I've made on Amazon based on the fact I can't get my child to settle. I wonder what like, you purchased. <laughs> what have you bought? Inconsolable <laughs> child. Is this not a thing? Just breast milk. Like, <laughs> just a little pouch. Like, should you not do like like panic buy things, hoping that it will solve your problem? Yeah. Middle of the night. Amazon yeah, yeah. And so like yeah. once we were struggling with getting her to sleep and she once fell asleep on her changing mat and so I went I know what I'll do I'll buy another changing mat but put it where her bed's supposed to go didn't yep. work <laughs> now you've got two changing mats you don't need them <laughs> but like I think so so often we can be concerned trying to find an answer when we're doing all the right things yeah. sometimes it's literally just as simple as just for these few weeks because it changes so quickly just just be happy that they're settled. Um, and I think, like, from my experience, it changes so quickly. Like, we have phases where I'm the favourite, where Em's the favourite. But actually, it's just, even now, like, when Noah gets upset, and actually, sometimes she just prefers mum, and that's okay, because actually, there's that natural kind of source of... That's yeah. what she's naturally supposed to fulfil, that kind of void. Yeah, yeah. My um, My nephew is nearly 10 now. But when he was little, when he was a baby, he was just having a bit of a, a time of it um, at my mum and dad's house. And my dad couldn't settle in, my mum couldn't settle in, I tried. And my dad eventually said, but I think he just wants his mum. Passed him to his mum, just stopped crying straight away. Wow. It's just a maternal thing. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be too disheartened, Dean. Try not I, I to be. I think my one bit of advice to Dean would be... like. You're only six and a half weeks in. Mm. It feels like you're completely in the weeds and you can't see the end of this issue. Mm. It goes by so quickly yeah. once you've journeyed it. 
but in the moment it can feel all consuming mm. and so just keep going hold on maybe try burp In, enjoy it <laughs> enjoy en- enjoy the enjoy crying. enjoy just passing passing pass the bottle I haven't even thought about that yeah, yeah it's just, a great shout it's a great shout yeah enjoy it but the you don't want to enjoy it don't you want, no you, you want, want to be with them yeah, all the time you want to be the one that like I'm speaking them. as a father of two here <laughs> enjoy it enjoy the space give or, give or take <laughs> yeah. want to be with them every now and again <laughs> so thank you Dean really appreciate your email and of course if you want to email us you can if you want to gmail us you can pod at there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Gmail.com. Gmail.com. Learn it for this episode. So Dean has nicely segued us there into Daddy Issues. Daddy Issues. Where we talk about our issues as dads, if you weren't aware, Dan. (laughs) And this week is um, our toddler, Luca, he's, I think he's suffering with hay fever. Oh. So I'm not, a, I'm not a GP, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but he's rubbing his eyes, he's rubbing his nose a lot, as we all are. And the other day, um, he was wiping his face and he said, Daddy, it's not working. Oh. I said, what's not working? Oh. He went, my nose. <laughs> oh, so sweet. And I was just like, Get oh my God. Yeah, I was like, come here, mate. So yeah, that's a bit of it. Not a major issue, but it really, like, my heart broke for him. But, like, how, like, serious is it? Like, is it keeping him up at night, or is it... It's He's taking a bit longer to settle, hmm. and he's saying things like, my nose doesn't work. <laughs> that's really cute. Yeah, it is really cute. But yeah, that's um, been a bit of a struggle. More to see him struggling <sighs> with it than anything, but... Cause you feel so, like, useless, don't you? Like, you can't help but, like, want to take it away. Not his nose, but the hay fever. <laughs> Do you want to take all the issues away and like fix it? Yeah. But you just can't. And it's like, well, oh. my wife found some like hay fever medicine that's child friendly for his age. Yeah, yeah. We tried to give it to him and he was like, that's yucky. That's not Calpol. <laughs> Calpol has ruined yeah. this. Yes. Oh, I love Calpol. Do you know when he refuses to take it? I'm like, get in. <laughs> get it in. I'll have it if you don't want it. Yeah, no, syringe it in. <laughs> So yeah, that's um, that's my my daddy issue this week. But I think a more serious issue is the sleep. Right, we're coming back to the sleep all the time. Mm. And we had friends over yesterday. Not seen them for a while. <clears throat> Got some friends that have had a baby recently, like two months old. I could not stay awake. I was just falling. I, I fell asleep like three or four times. <laughs> just ten <laughs> pm. Honest. It was like middle of the day. We we're out on the on the grass because it was you know it's nice, and we just sat around eating lunch. I just fall asleep. Fell asleep like literally three or four times. I could not stay awake. And there's these friends that like you're your best friend. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. If you're gonna fall asleep with anyone, it's them. Like, but I felt awful. T- the thing is, like, sleep is one of those things where like I go through phases where we think we've cracked it. Great. Like, 
Last week, Noah was sleeping through. Thought it was amazing. She had one bad night. And it's, it's not like you can stack sleep. Mm. It's not like you have one good night and that keeps you going for a week of terrible nights. As soon as you have that first bad night, it's right back to square one. That's exactly what it was. And, like, this is quite a good segue because I know I've had some chats with Dan. Like, it, right at the beginning of when Jax was around, sleep was, like, a huge issue. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. I was full-blown <clears throat> sleep-deprived. Like, it was horrendous. And it had only been a week. I think he'd only been home a week. And I literally, I thought I was going insane. Like, and I was like, what is going on? I, I was reading into, like, post-natal depression for men. It's a thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's a, a thing. serious thing. And I, I realised, after racking my brains, I was like, I must be sleep-deprived. Because I had, like, I had some dark thoughts. Mm. It, wasn't, it was no joke. I was literally... I was like, oh, I can't do this. I'm going to walk out. Like it wow. was, it was like feelings like that, and I ended up. It was probably the fifth night, and I was speaking to Bex, and then he wasn't. Jax wasn't settling, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And she'd had no sleep either, and she's a very patient woman. She has to be married to me, and she went, I don't know either. Just figure it out, and I was like, What is it? The whip that broke the camel's back or something? It is now. Something like that. Um, the straw. The straw. Yeah. The whip. The whip. <laughs> It'll break your camel's back. Yeah. <laughs> More than a piece of straw would. I mean, I don't get the saying. But... Anyway, but that literally, yeah, that was that. <clears throat> and I, I went downstairs to wash the plastics up because with a newborn, you just constantly. There's so much you. washing of plastics. <laughs> Constant rinsing. I had prawns for hands. Like, they were just. <laughs> I literally looked down. It just literally gills. shriveled up. I was, like, I was like, "What's going on?" But I, yeah, I was washing up, and I just, I just burst into tears, and I had no idea why because mm. it, it was just, you know, I was just tired. I went back upstairs, and I didn't want to go back in because I was like, I don't want to get upset that mm. I was crying. And it's unusual. I don't think I'd cried like that in about fifteen years. Wow. I do cry. It's good to cry every mm. now and again, but not like that. Like, not like I that. was, I was hysterical. All in, yeah. Wow. And I came back in, and I was like, "And I don't know what's wrong." She was like, "I mean, she'd managed to settle Jacks, which was amazing." Um, so that was a load off. But and then for like the next couple of hours, I was just crying constantly. Mm. Bex had to call her mum like three in the morning. You need to come over because I don't know what's wrong with Dad. It's more loving mm. than that. <laughs> um, I'm not so wrong with him. You need to come over. But there's a camel on his whip. <laughs> But she came. She came over. I tell you what, it was a lifesaver because I had. They they all went downstairs and I I just slept, and in the morning I felt so much better and I was like I just had a moment of wisdom. I read. I went online, looked at sleep deprivation, and had every single symptom that was linked. Wow. It was like dark thoughts, yep, like uncontrollable emotion, you name it, and it's a it's the real deal. So we we just had a conversation. We were like, we need to figure out how we're going to solve this together. Mm. Like it's really important that if you're feeling any of those things, just speak to your spouse mm. because mm. it's so important. Like if, if one of you is struggling, but you don't talk about it, it's not, it's not going to go away. Oh, it's legit. And like, we, we genuinely came up with a system mm. of like phrases. This sounds really funny, but it's serious. <laughs> of like phrases that when it's like, this is like critical, mm. like we need to deal with this. And the worst one is pineappled. Mm. Like, when, when one of us says pineapple, that's like, right, 
I'm taking the kid, like, this is it, you just go sleep. But because we've been in that place where everything just gets so stressed, or maybe you're so ill, or, like, you're just mentally completely exhausted, it's like, once you've reached that place, you're no help to anyone. No. Like, and if you just keep going, it's just going to cause arguments, it's going to cause, it's like a danger to yourself, mm. almost, and that. Definitely. In that space. And so it's like, as soon as one of us plays the pineapple card, that's it. Like, and like, we don't take the mic. I try to. I hope everybody, oh, I'm just, I'm pineappled, you know? <laughs> Got to get her up. Get out of there. <laughs> you used that one last night. But, <laughs> <laughs> but legitimately, like, and having those conversations, I, find, I found in the beginning, like, particularly hard. Like, because, like, for me, like, not knowing what's going on in my own head, that's always quite scary. Mm. Um, but then also inviting in like your spouse or someone into that conversation of going, I actually don't know what's wrong, but I just... Something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong and we just need yeah. to crack it. Yeah, yeah. I remember coming and seeing you mm. when Jax was a couple of weeks old and it was like you were looking through me yeah. when you were talking wow. to me. You, you're, yeah. you're like, eyes were just glazed <laughs> and you were telling me all of this and I giggled and you went oh, I'm being serious and I said well I'm laughing because I was there yeah, yeah. and with our second like I said on the, I think it was episode mm. one there's no sleep in the night there's no sleep in the day with a toddler I was I was there and I remember we had been to see some friends and I'd fallen asleep again on their sofa and we were talking and I just said and I used the phrase I just don't feel like myself mm. and I'm 100% then I was speaking to yeah, you, yeah, and that's yeah. what you said. And I was like, mate, I was I was there. And I just remember you going, really? And I was like, yeah, like, it's it's a thing. It's mm. a big thing. Mm. And it's horrible when you're in it. Because I remember thinking, if I had a time machine, would I go back? Mm. And this was a, like a night for me where I just, I thought, I've got this beautiful baby girl. <clears throat> I've got a sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I've got this beautiful baby girl. I've got a healthy boy, everything's great on the surface mm. and I just feel awful. Mm. And then I felt bad because I felt bad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't feel good, so I was feeling that worse. Guilt. Yeah, yeah, I felt yeah. guilt. I felt guilt. And I thought if I had a time machine, a time machine, would I go back and un- like, you know, and that thought of would I go back and not have her wounded me. Wow. Thinking like that, I've, I felt really upset with myself that mm. I thought that. And then I thought, if I had a time machine, I'd skip forward a few weeks and get this stage out of the way. But it's such a good stage. Like we were saying about with Dean, you do want to be there. Like I know we yeah. joked about enjoy, enjoy it that, you know, that the wife's going to settle them, but you want to be involved. And I remember you specifically like saying, I can't wait for the newborn phase. Like bring it on, mm. bring on the late nights, bring on the sleepless nights, bring on the nappies. And then when your experience is different to your expectation, it's hard. Yeah. It's my, super hard. Me and my wife, she, she was like, I don't want the newborn phase. I was really like, I want couples with a newborn. Couples? Couples. You're speaking, you're speaking child languages now. <laughs> you want cuddles with a newborn. But then we switched. So she loved the newborn phase. And I got to moments where I was like, I, I, I hate this. This is mm. a nightmare. And mm. I just wanted him to be a little bit older. Love the kid. Never, like, never has that died off. Um, but it's just, yeah, the first, the first, especially the first six weeks, it was difficult because wow. that's when they're first learning everything. Like they've just been in a ball in a womb for nine months. Like 
they don't know any better. So yeah. all this stuff's like brand new, and it just yeah, it does take over your life. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So was that? I mean, probably for both of you. Like, was it? Was it just like sleep? Was that the one thing that was, when that's right, everything else is good? Or was there something else behind it? It definitely helps. Yeah. <laughs> it it helps. definitely, definitely. I just get a system in place. That's Because we did. And I, our system ended up being, I went to bed between 8 and 10. Because he started getting really sleepy. After like a couple of weeks, you figure out a pattern. Started getting sleepy at 10. So I would go to bed at 8, get a solid two hours in. And then Bex would come up and wake me up. And then we'd, it just starts the night off on a much better foot. What I find interesting is that people listen to this that maybe don't have kids or never been there. Think about a system where you get two hours sleep. It sounds insane. Sacred. But but also when you've been there, it's like man, though that system. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> really important. So on on the back of that, like, so have you experienced any of those? like same thoughts or feelings since where maybe it wasn't just the sleep depravity, if that makes sense. Um, I don't think, I don't think I have in that depth. Hmm. I think the sleep deprivation really was a, was a, was a bad thing. Like I was, yeah, I've not had, I've not, I've, it was that serious. I've not actually had thoughts like I did have then. Wow. Um, once we'd figured it out I mean once you get you have a couple of days of like okay this is the new thing where we we actually a lot sometimes be kind to yourself like we, mm. we were kind to ourselves and we went I need to sleep here you need to sleep there and then you just kind of learn to deal with the less sleep but more sleep than you were having mm. um, and you work together but yeah I don't think I, I haven't had thoughts or feelings as dark as I had when I realised it was mm. sleep deprivation since, which is which is which Amazing. is great. Yeah. Um, were you were you kind of relieved when you realised it's just sleep deprivation? Yeah. Like I went through everything. I was like, I like I said earlier, I was like, am I depressed? Mm. Like, is this? But then it's like, and it even went through my head. Oh, but that's a bit awkward. I can't tell people that I've got the man version of postnatal depression because. Yeah, like the amount of stigma that goes yeah. around. Like, most like, people don't even know that's a real thing. So but my, it is. my thought was genuinely like, women are going to look at me and go, what are you about? So, yeah, you've had it easy. Yeah. yeah. I've done the hard bit. Yeah. Which they have. Yeah. Although Beck says our baby was extracted <laughs> as opposed to giving birth. She had a planned C-section. <laughs> I'm like, cut yourself some slack though. You carried him nine months. And I remember her saying that. Surgery. Like, I remember her saying that. She was like, well, I didn't give birth. He was extracted. All <laughs> I can imagine is uh, Toy Story. Thank Claw. Yeah. <laughs> you saved our lives. We're entirely grateful. <laughs> imagine. Yeah, yeah I imagine. Man. <laughs> so what would you say then is um, like the biggest change that being a dad has brought? Um, I think it's... It comes with seasons. I think at the beginning, the biggest change was sleep. Now he's five and a half months old. It's not as much. It's I think now it's more kind of time to yourself and wanting to do the things that you would have normally done before. Hmm. Like we always put massive priority on just spending time together, going away together. Um, 
Because you guys were together a long time. Yeah, yeah. Before so we've having been kids. together with, I'm nearly 30, Bex is 30 now. And we've been together since we were 14. Wow. So that's a long time of just being together. Mm. So when Jax came along, every, every second of every day was monopolized mm. by what he needed. Which we you want to do it, yeah, yeah. But it's 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 a massive it's a massive change, and I think time now is really important. So we started really early of sending him to the grandparents for a night, which was scary. But if you can find the courage to do it, it's so rewarding. Yeah, because you can actually just go away, even if it's just for a night, and just spend time. And you will just sit over the dinner table and. Look at pictures of it. Just talk to also be reminded that you've got more in common than just right. the child. Yeah, that's a great point. Le- legitimately, because you spend so much, of, so much of my conversation, even mm. with them, is dominated by Noah. Even when we're just sat in bed mm. looking at photos of her, even though she's asleep in the next room. Yep, <laughs> staring at the monitor. But actually, just being reminded of, oh, like there's there's two of us in this relationship, not yeah. three, mm. and like there is a three dynamic there. But actually, it's she's going to leave soon. Mm. Yeah, seventeen years, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's that's a really good point that is a good point and it's we we talked about this on the last episode didn't we finding time for each other and yeah. yourself and but yeah we were exactly the same the first time we left him for a night was to go see john mayer nice yeah that's, that's go big great. yeah if you're gonna leave them for a reason john that's mayer's right. john mayer's i feel really bad he's leaving for the cinema now <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even a good movie <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the first thing we did was just look at pictures of him yeah, I I still like so now I stayed at our in laws, um like last weekend, and I I miss her like le- legitimately come home from work and I'm like oh, I'm I'm a little bit sad like I know it's we've got a great evening planned I have to think about it it's, the the weird feeling of coming home and not having to do something mm. for like a child amazing but still I was like ah oh, I miss her a little bit yeah I get that because oh, we we came home after our date night the first time he stayed away. And his little dummy was just on Bex's oh. pillow. And I was like, oh. He left it there as a treat. He'd normally have that in his mouth. <laughs> and it really upset me. But then I was like, oh no, hang on. I don't have to get up at two to feed him. Yeah. Just sit back and relax. Just launch the dummy. Yeah. Just see ya. <laughs> Out the window. No, we did find that. <laughs> no, but legit. Like, you, do, you, you do kind of get home and you go, oh, this is great, just the two of us. But then... So a little gentle reminder that he's coming back. So one of the things I've been wanting to ask you, Dan, specifically on this podcast, because it's not something that many people, I don't think will be even aware of. Um, it's it's fairly new, um, but not many people even know what it's about. 2017 to be exact. <laughs> oh, really? And what we're talking about is shared parental leave. Mm. Tell us about that. What is it? So, I mean, it's awesome. It gives... <laughs> It gives you the opportunity as a couple to split the time up. So instead of instead of your lovely wife being off for nine months solid, um, it gives the dad an opportunity to take a little bit of that, but then also benefit from basically what she would benefit from maternity pay. So like, this is this is a legal right, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Like so anyone can have access anyone to this. Like every workplace is like required to do it, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So you guys, you're, you're the first people I know that have done it. Mm. Yeah, me too. Mm. It's great fun. I'm I'm in the first week of of doing it. Of how many weeks? Of eleven. Of eleven weeks. Of so four, I four went time. off yeah. the fourth of wow. 
July. Yeah. Till the nineteenth of September. Wow. So yeah. what's what's the reasoning why for for that? So there's a a number of different reasons. Uh, the biggest one being the best way to do it financially, because anybody yeah. who knows who has a kid, maternity pay is not what your normal salary is. Um, but we, um, Bex earns a fair whack more than I do. Um, so it made sense because she's, I have to be careful here. I don't want to say a lot more invested in her job than I am because yeah. my boss might be listening. Um, love you, Paul. But, um, the, we'll cut that bit. Um, Bex earns a considerable, a fairly good chunk more than I do. Um, so it just made more sense when she was cut out to the maternity pay mm. that we would then switch over, go back to hers. Because her, her role's, her role's a bit strange as well because she's, she's on a fixed term contract. Um, but in a quite a high up role in where she is. So, she wanted to stay quite present, like involved, yeah, 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 in yeah. her job, um, because she absolutely loves it as well. Um, and I just wanted to, we we really wanted to, kind of make sure that she stayed really present in it. Hmm. So it just made it just made a lot of financial sense, and also I, I didn't want to be. I really wanted to be more involved. A lot more involved, um, and it gave me a really good opportunity to do that. Like I get now eleven months, eleven months, <laughs> eleven Jesus. weeks of just being solely responsible for him, mm. just hanging out and hanging out and getting to know him, him getting to know me. Because I think you know a lot of a lot of dads, I think, worry about going to work and then mm. spending the whole day apart and then coming home for five minutes for the bedtime routine. Yeah, yeah. Which, heaven forbid. You break the bedtime routine. We talked about that, didn't we, a few yeah. weeks ago? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it just gives me a really great opportunity. And it helps that Bex is working from home because if he's screaming, like we said earlier, um, shout out to Dean, if I cannot console him, yeah, yeah, she yeah, can exactly. just pop down and help. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just a really good opportunity to, for me to be the best dad that I can be. So I, I love it on like so many fronts and it's, but but it is definitely one of those things where it's like it's a quite a cultural challenge isn't it mm. like even like it, it's been around for some time like mm. five years now but to even suggest this to like a bunch of lads oh, i'm gonna go and do the like half of maternity leave yeah there's still quite a lot of stigma involved there mm. but like what i like what i love about it is actually there's a lot of time that you miss because you're at work yeah, yeah, yeah. um and actually being able to be afforded that space mm. like if if it was purely that my wife was the only person that could do it, which obviously if, if that the breastfeeding and stuff, it just practically, it makes a lot more sense. Mm. But when that's not the case, like it's that thing, you'll never get those moments back. And we've talked about that as well. Um, have you experienced any, sorry, I'm spat everywhere. <laughs> have you experienced any like pushback from like people or just people that can't get it or like work? I think like, a lot of the guys, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of girls that I've told that I'm doing it, they're very like, oh, that's amazing. Guys, they're like, ah, you'll be ready to go back to work after two weeks, mate. And I'm like, I'm ready to prove you wrong. Mm. Like, I'm, you know, I'm really excited. And I have been for a very long time that this is the time that I get to yeah. invest in my lad's life. Like, yeah. 
this is my time. Yeah. Mum's done a phenomenal job and probably arguably the hardest part of having a baby. Sit down, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say that. Probably this is where you've set the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but arguably, genuinely, the, the hardest part of the job um, and <clears throat> me going back to work and coming back, you know, and like I said, only having a tiny bit of the bedtime routine to do and then he's asleep till the next day. Now, I get to, you know, I get to do my bit and I get to invest in him and I get to spend loads of time with him. Um, and I get to tell Bex, oh, he did this today. Yeah. Because for so long it's been, oh, he did this today. And it's like, oh man, I really wanted to see it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm having a great time and I'd strongly recommend it. Um, obviously, it doesn't work for everybody. No, no, yeah. Um, but... It's definitely something you should look into if you haven't so, looked into it before. What have you been doing with him? So this week's been this week's been this week's been pretty tough because he's so his first tooth came in oh. when he decided to bite my finger this morning actually, um, and I was like, I can feel a tooth and it's flipping sharp. Um, it's like a little little puppy, I mean, just sharp. Child dog. Yeah, literally. Yeah, child dog. In it, me on the finger. <laughs> So, like, before all of this, did you have a, like, a preconceived... I know you're only a week in, but did you have, like, a preconceived idea of how difficult this would be? And has that changed? Or did you kind of go into this thinking, kind of getting logistically, how I difficult th- it's going to be? I think I... I think I tried to verbally say, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be a walk in the park, but I'm going to embrace it. Like, I wanted to be that guy. Yeah. And then... But it was just words. It's waffle. <laughs> I was like, I had no idea. Like, it does change your life. Because, um, like, my my, pers- my perspective now of, like, single parents mm-hmm. is, like, my esteem is, like, through the roof. Mate. I'm like, I can't do this with my spouse and the no, mother-in-law. No, like, no. we are struggling to wrestle one baby. Absolute champions. Yeah, yeah, single unbelievable. I'm the same. I, I literally cannot understand, cannot fathom how they do it. So, Dan, one final question for you. The age-old thing of, and we just discussed it, like going, you know, man being at work, you come home, you get handed the baby, and you're like, "Well, I've been at work all day." You've seen it from both sides. Which side is is harder, going to work or having the baby? I think I'd say now, definitely the baby. The baby. Um, I think. Do you know what though? Just I think it goes back to the same thing. Just talk to each other and understand each other because people do have tough days at work. Like, but. Ultimately, as well, parents have tough days with babies. Yeah, and, and you never know what you're gonna get. Like, so you just gotta, you just gotta be kind to each other and look after each other, and be honest. I've had a terrible day. This is what's happened. Um, I could just hear collective male groans <laughs> all around the country. There. You know what? Try share parental. <laughs> and maybe you'll yeah. maybe you'll feel different. I think one of the things that I found, particularly when talking to other blokes about it, like when it comes to our work and it could be a difficult job, it could be challenging, it could be hard, all of that sort of stuff. The only difference being that in your work, you're advancing your career. Mm. Like there is definitely a self-satisfactory thing about that. When you're getting stuff done, you're progressing up the ladder. Mm. When you're looking after a baby that doesn't give you any, like anything back, specifically in those first few months, like nothing is coming back. You might get the occasional smile when they're trying to fart. But, but like the mental challenge between that and actually being fulfilled in your job, like parenting, I think is extremely fulfilling, but just 
you have to take a step back sometimes because mm-hmm. it's over a longer period mm-hmm. of time. Yeah, long game. Yeah, but I think the thing for like if blokes are listening and actually kind of been in that attitude of actually I just won't do anything when I get home because I've been working all day, like try it, mm-hmm. try the other way around because it is hard. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the thing Beck said to me. She was like, "I feel like I'm putting my career on hold," and I was. Which which it is. It is, 100%. Oh, it is. But I think I've said this before as well. I would recommend to anyone having kids, put your career on hold because it's worth it. Yeah. Like, And you you don't get the chance again. Yeah. Um, whereas you're, for the rest of our lives, you get the chance to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're not going to look back and think, I wish I worked more. You're more likely to think, I wish I spent more time with my child. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dan. You've been an incredible guest. I've really enjoyed just chatting and kind of hearing some of the stuff that we don't often hear. Yeah. Um, like, especially with blokes as well. We don't often talk about this side of things. Thank you so much. Yeah, you've uh, been please, amazing. Please do let us know your comments, your stories, your daddy issues, your child or dog. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get in touch. Parentingtoolspod at gmail.com or on Instagram and TikTok at parentingtoolspod. Seamless. Thank you, Dan. What a legend. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.